because that was the kind of music they used to, to you know, summon demons. Halstead 316 says I just whipped your ass. You're f***ing your girlfriend in a public restaurant acting like a prostitute. We bleeped that word, but we can tell you it's a sex toy. Me and several other of the DJs will be out there hanging out. It's a J. Pepe's. There's a dirty little secret. He cheated on me with a male Christian friend in our church. I'm not gay no more. If, if he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means, take a hike. I thought I like women! Women, 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 women! It was an anointed cake. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. He has a five, by five times, five times. What? I love the poorly educated. Tonight, the little boy is stuck using a pool noodle to find his way around. He's at risk for HIV, hepatitis C, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia. Calling out all your fellas and ladies. STDs are tearing through folks in their 80s. Facebook thugging is a crime. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. No, this is wrong. Oh, my God. Look at what you did to him. And, you know, this is terrible. This is terrible. I'm 46 years old. So kiss my black And I'm looking back at him thinking to myself, you know, what are you angry about? I mean, you know where you got that shirt from. And the damn show wasn't the men's department. Swing the line, drive base hit down the left field line. It'll head toward the corner. Lindor hits third. He'll try to score. Lindor's coming home. It's a game-winning double. Michael Brantley has come through. And welcome back. Number 23. Welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Win yourself $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Double Payday Workday 610. Five minutes around the corner right Jeez. around there from $1,000. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. Buddy, how are you? Uh, I can't complain at all, dude. Number one, payday. Always feeling good oh, about I that. Oh, I forgot. Payday hit last night. Midnight direct deposit. Oh, Fantone see, dude- making it rain. <laughs> And you can forget it's payday. Life's getting better. Yeah, it's a step in the right direction, that's for sure. Uh, Friday, so you know I'm not going to complain about that yeah. one. And, uh, dude, honestly, uh, excited. NBA playoffs start this weekend. Let's oh, go Cavs, right. baby. That's right. Repeat. Repeat. Feel I, good. I hope so. I, I want them to repeat. I'm suspicious. I'm more. This is what I'm saying. I will never say LeBron can't win. Okay? Ever. Because that just seems foolish. Because he's the best player on the planet. Eventually, dude, it's a little bit can be taken over by one man. Those games can be can't you know sure. sometimes. Sure. And so, like, I'll always give him a shot. But I, I worry the I, I'm more worried about their opportunity this year than I was last year. Uh, you know, I, I guess, and that feels almost crazy to me because it's like last year it was like, dude, they've never won. We've never won. There's never been a title here ever in my entire life. And it's that it's that championship hangover where it's like you uh you you, you just have different expectations. You have a different feeling. To about this year, you have a different, you know, sure. um, set of, of of glasses that you're looking through. But at the end of the day, I've said it a million times, and I'm going to say it a million more, man. Anytime coach turns on the lights, rolls open those basketball, and uh, LeBron and the boys can get it done. So, dude, Saturday night it all starts. Saturday afternoon, I'm sorry, I think it's a three o'clock game. Uh, things get underway, and uh, dude, like I said, man, let's uh, let's repeat. 
Nice. Cavaliers, baby. Nice. Cavaliers, what's going on with you? What's the story? Uh, well, dude, I'm just looking for, you know, last day of the week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a good one. Right. Well, Should be pretty good. It's Good Friday. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, you yeah. know, good Which, one. by the way, yeah. I, uh, dude, I did not notice until Good Friday how blasphemous th- that Friday <laughs> audio reel is. <laughs> Once Jeez. again, dude. Once again, Jesus, we're not afraid of. Jeez. We're not afraid of going No. Other people, you know, maybe, but Jesus Multiple isn't one of them. Multiple swings at the real king there. Right. Multiple swings. Right. Like, right. wow, we are blasphemous. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen uh, and uh you know after the program i've got a little golf match i was gonna say you've, uh, you've got your golf duds on today I do. You got the walks in this morning he's like you smell delicious <laughs> you do like as soon as i walked in there was just this like waft of uh smell good of like of like smell yeah. of like manly of, like Dude, manly smell good naturally i smell good is, is that what, what it happens is, well, is now, that what it is i mean here's the thing i woke up a little early this morning made a little coffee had a little breakfast and then yeah i was like you know i take a shower before work can you know put the golf clothes on you know look good feel good feel good play awful and then you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got I got that whole thing going on. So. I like how I like how as I came in and I'm like Stansberry. Smells good in here, and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta stop doing that before I leave my house." And he's like, "No, man, I mean like soap. You actually smell good." I was smells, like, "Smells right, really right. good in here." Well, that's good. Yeah, it uh, it, it does, man. So, um, where are you uh, where are you heading out this afternoon? Uh, a buddy of mine and I are gonna play Sanctuary today. Okay. Now he has set the tea time at twelve thirty, but okay. uh, I I I fear that I can not fear, but I uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, happy about the fact that I think I can play a lot earlier than that. Today. Nice. So I'm gonna ask him if maybe we can move it up. I'm gonna have to assume that golf courses are going to be. Swimming oh, dude, with good people Friday, today, right? And it's supposed to be like seventy. What uh, what is the good in Good Friday? As somebody who's really ignorant to religion, like me, like what what is it? Jesus? This is when he got locked in the cave. Uh, no, <laughs> dude, I don't know. Dude, dude. I, don't, I do not know these things. All right, I'm trying to get educated. Okay, well, hold on. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> We'll tease you with the religion. <laughs> we'll tease you with the religion. It is Rock 1069's double payday workday. Every single weekday, from six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock in the evening, once an hour, we give you a thousand dollars. Okay. Right? All you gotta do is listen for the keyword and then text it in and you win a thousand dollars. We do it again every morning from six until every night until nine o'clock. And we're gonna do the first one right now. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for WRQK.com. Before the break, Fantone was uh, reminding us all that the NBA playoffs start this weekend. Yeah. Now, I bring that up because at 8.30, we're going to find out the song that saved Dennis Rodman. Oh. Dennis Rodman apparently was uh, was going to pull the trigger. And uh, the... Audio greatness of one particular band saved Dennis Rodman. Save the worm. Yeah. Jeez. I found it to be interesting, so we'll get into that around 8.30. I find that to be interesting as well. I can't wait to find out what song it was. Dude, the worm, a, uh, a very complex character, that Dennis Rodman. And as uh, you know, things continue to escalate with North Korea, he'll become more and more important on the world stage. Oh, it yeah. might be, dude, yeah, like he's boys with him. Like, I'm not going to be surprised, dude. I will not be I surprised. I forgot about that. I will not be surprised if Trump's like, yo, Rodman, Worm, get over there, baby. Go smooth things out. Go um, smooth it out. Oh Ambassador Rodman, dude, whatever. Oh, my God. Crazier things have happened. I was going to say, like, you want to say there's no way. But, like. No way. Come on. But there are ways. Oh. Send the you know worm. what? People like to make fun of me because I'm old, but you know what, guys? I'm almost off of this awful ride. <laughs> Set Rodman, who cares? Ambassador, exactly. Ambassador Rodman could be like a real thing, and I'm almost done. So, like, you know what? Good. 
Dear God, I am terrified now. Hey, speaking of the NBA playoffs, what if I uh, what if I wanted some tickets to the NBA playoffs? What would I have to do? Stay oh, look Mary? at you. Hey, there look you go, you. buddy. Trying to hook it up. WRQK.com slash Cavs. Here's yeah. what happens. You win a pair of tickets for every home game. Finals, too. So if they make it, you go as far as the Cavs go. Nice. I might enter that. All right. So are you as... Good Friday ignorant as you claim to have been before the break? Do you not know? Yeah, I mean, I know kind of the story of Easter of like, well, Jesus came back to life, but dude, I don't yeah, know. That's, like, that's the Sunday thing. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, like the, what the story around all right, it is. All right, I'm pulling from memory. Okay, my father was like a, a, a minister, so obviously yeah. I should know all of this stuff. Like. W- worth noting that your father, a minister, uh, I'm in the church all the time. I did, I've did. i never like been to church just to go to church. I've right. been for weddings. I've been for funerals. I've been for things like that. But I've never just like, hey, I'm going to church. Never done it in my life. Don't know a lot about religion. It's all right. I feel like I'm not missing much there. Nah, I mean... I mean, did you get it all on Facebook now? Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Jesus memes are, you know, you're going to be fine. One like equals one prayer. Yeah. All you got to do. Dude, if you post an Easter meme Sunday, heaven's where you go. Okay. All right. No, you're good. Just a little little Easter bunny, a little Cadbury egg. I'll be fine. So Good Friday is actually one of those things where it's like, the name doesn't really sum up what it was. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say. This is... This is when they crucified Jesus. Ooh, Passion of the Christ. Right style, now it's right? called Good Friday because you know it was done. It was like a good deed for all of us. See, he died for our sins. Oh. He was willing to give up. See, apparently, even though he <laughs> is his dad, and like sometimes they're the same thing, and sometimes they're not. Who's the Holy Ghost? Well, it's the Father, the Son, and then yeah, the Holy Ghost. I, exactly. I think I that's that I is. think that's the vessel in between okay. Earth Jesus and then God. Sure. All right. All right. Earth Jesus. You know what we Jesus. did this morning? We woke up and said, "Let's go get fired on Good Friday." <laughs> that sounds good. You live in what you do. You broadcast one of the most Catholic cities in America. Go get fired on Good Friday. So, so it's 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 Jesus is crucified. All yeah. right. All and right. see, it's called Good Friday because he was giving himself up for us. He was trying to show the Father there, the Father, the yeah. Son, and then the Holy Ghost. He was trying to show the Father. No, no, no. These people are worth it. Trust me. Okay. And the Father was like, nah, dude, look at humans. They're kind of bad. And Jesus was like, no, dude, I'm telling you, I got this. Uh, this one I'm do. I didn't. I didn't know the J Man God disagreed with anything. I thought they were I, always on the same page. Same again, time. I'm pulling from memory. Okay, all right. All you right. know what I mean? I, it was what was he being yelled at me when I was, you know, <laughs> down, you know, and from the bottom of the steps when I was trying to get the sweater on right. Okay, <laughs> all right, Stansberry. I know, Stan, squeezing into a medium sweater, just pushing yeah. the limits of a sweater, just chubby pizza rolls, Mountain Dew. All right. <laughs> yeah. And so then, yeah, he comes back to life on the Sunday, and then that's why we hide eggs in the yard. I don't know why. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what that is. You know, I, I don't know. Now, look, I, I know, I understand. It's, dude, let me olive branches. Okay, let me. Right, I feel like right, we got to give a few. Of, I know. I feel like we got to give a few of them out. I Am, do. Ambassador Rodman here. Okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! You know what? We get fired. It's almost worth it. You know that laugh was good. I like that one. No, so I understand that I have a very loose relationship with organized religion and the necessity for it. But sure. I understand that a lot of you really do take this stuff pretty seriously. I will agree one hundred percent that it's not for me. But I'm glad you guys have it. I, right? I've always it. said it kind of keeps people in line. 
that whole believing in like somebody's going to separate us versus good right. versus bad when we're when we're done, and it keeps a lot of people on the better side of things. And obviously, so there's a benefit. So many great like. I mean, families come together over this and spend time together and, like, talk about things and talk about living a moral That's life. Jesus would uh, want. Um, He'd want um, us to sit here and pretend uh, we're friends. And you can, say what what you, want. you can say what you want about Twice it. Twice potatoes, too. He was big into those. It's inspired, it's inspired a ton of great art. It's inspired a ton of great music. Like, even if, like, dude, I get hymns aren't your thing. Yeah, and the wars were awesome. You can't deny I mean, the, the beauty wars, of it. though. The beauty in all those wars was so good. If you can't laugh at yourself and the stuff and all that. Like, dude, you don't think my dad's in heaven right now looking at me like, you little dick? Wait till you get wherever it is you're going and I'll get them to send me there to kick your ass. Because I'm willing to bet if heaven's real and I'm yeah. wrong about all this stuff, I don't get to go. I feel like I feel like you might have messed up a couple of the details there, but I don't know. Is there anything on Saturday? Is there anything tomorrow? Do we do anything tomorrow? No. Decent Saturday. Like, I ah, just hang out for 24 hours. Cavs are on. Okay. <laughs> All right. LeBron Cavs James are. doing his I thing. I don't know. I don't know what the Saturday thing would, for Easter is. I would have is. thought there was something, but what do I know? Again, we gave you the cliff notes. I'm not, you know what I mean? I wasn't there. I'm not, you know what I mean? At least I'm not one of those that's like, no, this is exactly what happened in this story that we can't corroborate. He was a white dude. He looked like he was in the Almond Brothers. Dude, are, yeah, of course. ZZ Top went out there and wrangled everybody together. Sweet beard, dude. <laughs> you know, that's how good Freebird was. It's walk on water good, Freebird was. It is. You know they've gone back and looked at that translation, and actually what that statement was is that he had walked by the water, not on it. They've re-looked at that translation, and nobody ever talks about that. And let me tell you, we should, because walking by the water is wildly less impressive. I think I can do that. I think they recently announced the 11th commandment, too, that gay dudes are gross or something, is what I heard on the Jason, religious channel. Yeah, gay dudes, they, 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 they grossed me we out. We didn't need it. They, we didn't they, need they grossed it. me out. We so, had yeah. gone far you know enough. What? I, you know what? I, you know, I'll, go, I'll go reinterpret some things in there. I'll tell you what I think about all this. That's what I'm going to do. There's buildings filled with people every Sunday where there's a guy standing up in front of a crowd reinterpreting what those words doing actually just mean. That. Just doing just that. Yeah. If I get fired, that's what I'm doing. I'm church, dude. I thought about that. I was like, you know, what, what a great story that is, right? You know what I mean? I go full circle from the devil's music into what your dad did. I'll totally try to, you know, capitalize on that. If I should lose this, or if, I when like I should lose, when, when, when I should lose this. All right. There is a woman, urine soaked and selling things in parking lots. We should probably arrest this woman. Okay. We'll uh, find out her story next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Win yourself $1,000, 7.10 this morning on this, on the, uh, uh, what? Can you tell them ready for the week to be over? Win yourself $1,000 at 7.10 on the show. With Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. Your next keyword happens 710. Also, 730 this morning, there's a guy who's swearing off hot chicks, won't date him anymore. Says, beautiful woman, nope, not for me, I'm done. I uh, I wonder if this is a self-imposed uh, swearing off of hot chicks, or if this is, dude, beautiful women suck because they won't date me. Here's the thing. He's a <laughs> not a bad looking guy. I don't okay. know if I'd call him hot, but he's right. I mean he's you're not gonna look at this guy and go loser. Yeah, you're not gonna think loser the moment you see him. He's a decent looking guy. But he's swearing off hot chicks. He's no Rob Lowe, but he's a decent looking guy, according well, to Well, nobody Stansberry. is Rob Lowe. 
why Rob Lowe got to sleep with underage chicks, film it, put it Nobody out, and, cares. and people joke about it. Nobody even cares. That's how good-looking Rob Lowe is. The thing I'm going to say about Rob Lowe in that situation, and from what I've heard of that situation, is that she like lied to him, showed him a yeah. fake ID, or yeah. like, yeah. So, he was duped. Eh, so, you know, at, at least it's not, you know, it could have been worse than Rob Yes, Lowe. I could make the argument, did he really want to know what the truth was? Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. There's sure. that. We'll find out why some guy is swearing off hot chicks. You know, I always say this, and I'm right about it, that normally what you protest, you only strengthen. Especially when it's product-based. I can't believe they're going to do this! You end up making it bigger. Yeah, I mean, you know... I I will point to my childhood and the PMRC hearings. Okay. All people wanted to do was like, it's important that we get these parental advisory stickers on these records. Parents need to know. And I remember Nikki Six saying, dude, you're going to tell people not to buy my record because it's bad? Oh, my God. Because there's because the content is like not deemed as fit for society? And Nikki was like, dude, make it bigger. Make it bigger. I want that sticker as big as humanly possible on my record because he was smart and understood commerce. You know, and I, obviously uh, the crew was kind of in the business of being dangerous. That was kind of their that thing. That was their so whole bag. I, I understand, you know, that that would certainly apply. But even in like, you know, even like the most recent like Pepsi thing where it's like, yeah, you think you're going to make this big, you know, but pushback against Pepsi until you're in the drive through and you're like, well, yeah, I guess I need a that, Pepsi to drink. That's, that's what, what they you have. Guys you have Pepsi products. Right. And that's what it is, too. It's products. Like, if you're going to boycott, like, you know how many brands Pepsi's got his hands in? A lot. More than we all know. I mean, if you're really going, trying to go against, like, PepsiCo, then, like, you'd have to, like, change what you're eating. Like, fast food restaurants. That's a huge, that's a a huge thing. Taco Bell, right? uh, KFC, right? I mean, we all try to act like, you know, on these things that we're going to stand on a high ground and we're going to, like, dude, I'm never buying Pepsi again. But we're not. Don't lie, dude. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We don't have it in us to to go the distance, as Cake would say. Especially when it comes to, I don't want to say trivial things, but things that aren't all that important. It's like you can act like it's important, and you can pretend like it's that you feel great about yourself because you're standing up against the injustice of the world. But like you're the not, sanctimony on you're, online, you're, you're not. You're not. You maybe you as an individual, sure, but we as a collective, we ain't going to do anything about it. We're going to keep giving. We're going to keep taking what's cheap and convenient, and, and that's that's the way of the world. The, you can't do this crowd, always, always, always strengthens the thing that they're trying to take down, which is why it always annoys me that you're doing it. Fine, protest, do whatever you're going to do. It's the most American thing to do is express your discomfort. Fine, whatever. But you end up only bolstering what it is you're trying to take down. Certainly with brands, dude. I think I think I think there's there, you can point to different like causes maybe and like. But when it comes to products, to you, brands, you, to, to problems that you have in media, to right. those kinds of things, right. you're only going to strengthen it. Right. And again, of course, I have the perfect example. Beauty and the Beast did a billion dollars at worldwide at the box office. 
A billion. It's a lot of money. A billion. I don't remember seeing advertising for this movie outside of you people screaming about the dude being gay. And I think it was about 25 seconds in the movie, I was told. And that you had to be looking for it to even notice it was a thing. Yeah, I I haven't seen it. So you've seen this. I have. About two weeks ago, um, me and my girlfriend went. And um, as far as like the gay thing went, I mean, honestly, like as far as movies went, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, like as far as like a musical stupid movie, it was like, all right, it looked cool. And there was, you know, the, the, the. The, the, the graphics of it were awesome. But as far as the gay thing went, like, if you didn't know to be looking for this as gay, dude, it very easily could have just went right over your head. This dude, it never even, like, never even, like, lust after another dude is you could just tell, like, oh, as an adult that he's interested in that guy. And I think at the very end, there was, like, a dancing scene, and I think two dudes were dancing together in that. But it was like a big up broad shot, and there was like fifty couples dancing, and like one of them happened to be dude on dude. See, I, I can't get worked up about, and I'm not the kind of person who would. But it would make me very hypocritical. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, you better be careful about opposing stuff like this because it's going to end up being in stuff that you like. Oh yeah, like take my like my favorite show on TV right now. Now it's not on; it doesn't come back on till June now. But Game of Thrones. In the first episode of that show, the pilot episode, a brother sleeps with his sister and they push a kid out of a window because he saw it. (laughs) Like that's Game of Thrones. And like dudes are sleeping with one another left and right in there. So like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like I will, if you don't like something, just don't watch it. Just don't, of course. just don't listen to it. I, guess. I know that sounds very simple, but life can be simple in its moments. The, the counter punch to that and the, like, the point to make against that is, okay, well, you know, if I don't like Everything something... Everything slides into the cesspool if I just sit here and don't bitch. Well, sure. I guess right? you, That's you, what you, they're going to say. You can definitely make that as, well, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. Um, but, okay, so I'm not going to watch stuff with gay elements in it, okay? I'm anti-gay and I feel like it's an abomination against God and I feel like, you know, gay marriage is wrong and everything about gay is wrong. Um, but one of the things, I guess, that you could make that argument if that's where you were standing is that Disney is a children's based entertainment platform. And I, as a parent, shouldn't have to worry about, you know, my kids seeing something that, you know, is sexually explicit to me when I'm sending them to a Disney movie, when I'm watching a Disney movie with them, when I'm turning on the Disney channel. Like, it's supposed to be a safe space. It's supposed to be a safe space where I can, like, not worry about what my kids are being exposed to. Why is gay not safe? Why? I I, I mean, dude, why why, why do people dislike gay people? Why do people feel like gay is wrong? I I, I don't know. I guess that's that's my thing is that that to me, gay is not unsafe. People are going to feel like that if my children are exposed to it, then they're going to be more likely to be interested by it. And it's a decision. And if we start accepting this as like and making it mainstream, more and more kids are going to choose to be gay. Oh my God! There's so much wrong with with that statement, that, well, and I know uh, it's but, not your I statement. Mean, it's not my statement. I know it's not your statement, and, 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 but it's <laughs> but there's so much wrong in that statement. I don't know where to begin. I, I don't know. I don't know where. I, I, I don't mean, even I mean, know how to battle all of that because it's just. Well, honestly, mostly it's crazy. I, I. I mean, I guess I can't explain to you why people feel like gay is wrong, but like they do. Again, I think it's sexuality. Okay, so I so I can make the argument that you get you better be careful how much 
even heterosexuality is in a children's program and in in, in a Disney production. I could get, you can meet I, mean, I can meet you there. At that point, are you taking away like the the, but, the the concept of a family, like to have a mom and a dad? Because obviously they had sex, they have those kids. Yeah, but we know that as grownups. I'm not necessarily sure that that takes you down the sexualization path. Now, but what I'm suggesting is, I guess what I'm saying, and I wouldn't want this to be the way, but is. Well, do you take all the kissing out of kids' products? Because at the end of the day, what's the difference between, to me, there is none, between a grown-up heterosexual couple kissing and a gay couple kissing? You know what I mean? Like, whether it be two women, two guys, like, to me, that's not, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Now, when they do when they, when they do the live-action Beauty and the Beast, or not Beauty and the Beast, when they do the live-action Sleeping Beauty, because they're going to start redoing these live-action Disney movies because obviously they made a billion they dollars. They made a billion dollars. This. When they do the, the remade Sleeping Beauty, or Snow White is the one I'm thinking of, where the prince kisses her to wake her up, if they make Snow White a dude and it's dude on dude, a lot of people are going to feel differently about that. It's not just going to be like, oh, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Okay, that's when they start using the gay agenda argument, right? And at that point, I don't know. I, I don't like saying that because it makes me feel like I'm not evolved. But like at the end of the day, like what is the obsession with changing that to that when it's been historically this story? It's dude. It's a. It's. I mean, what's the obsession with? I mean, there was plenty of changes in Beauty and the Beast from the from the live action or from the animated to the live action. So it's like, dude, when you retell a story, I wouldn't know. When I you cover a song, you change things up a little bit. Like that's kind of the way you're that putting it goes. your stamp you're on it. Stamp on it, yeah. And if it's, dude, if it's the same thing, if it's all oh, well, if 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 Beauty and the Beast can gay it up, I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, no yeah, way to dude and yes. dudes kissing dudes. Ultimately, and- at the end of the day, I don't care if they if, if they turn. Because I'm I'm not going to see it anyway. John Q. Public does. John Q. Public out there losing his freaking mind. You're going to make my son gay. You're going to make him gay. You're, you are. That's what John Q. Public is screaming. Right that now. is what they're going to say. Yeah. Pushing the gay agenda on them, making it, dude, it's a choice. And now you're gonna you're gonna tell kids that it's okay to be those things. And oh, well, now my kid, he th- oh, look at him, he wants to play with the sisters, Barbies. I think he's gay. Totally, what's gonna happen? Now again, remember, I d- d- I know there's a piece of best stuff that runs, and I've said if I came home from work and I'm not married with kids, but if I did and I came home and my son was playing with Barbies, I'm not gonna freak out in front of my kid. Like I'm not because I. I You'll make it worse. Again, you know, like whatever you're worried about. And I don't care if my son is gay, but I would say to my wife, make me a better person. Please make me all right with this because honestly, I feel like my head's going to explode when I see Because what are you worried about? And, and honestly, and, But I'm not worried about my kid being gay. But, but, but it, you're but encouraging it, the thing that you're worried about. Again, remi- remember, I'm not saying I would interfere with my kid with the blank. With it. I would look at my wife as I was turning out the lights in bed and I would say, you got to help me with so <laughs> I mean, because I am uncomfortable with that. Does that go to show you that like there is a level of uncomfortableness that comes along with this? And like so, with that being said, with like I mean, you as somebody who prides yourselves of being like, well, I'm going to try to you know pull out the best of myself and try to overcome the the preconceived notations. Yeah, but that's that, not that most people. Well, and that's what I'm saying, dude. Is that like all right? So you at least feel like you're gonna push, you know. Uh, you know, make yourself better from this, but most people aren't going to do that, dude. Most people aren't going to.
They're not going to have that. They're not even going to notice that there's something wrong with that thought process. Then what are you reproducing for? If you're not even the best version of you, why are you trying to instill other things into another you? See, see, now you're putting you're putting your definition of what the best version of you is on them. They don't feel that they need to be a progressive. They don't feel that they need to to push the envelope when it comes to 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 equality. They don't feel like that's the best version of them. The best version of them is 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 heterosexual couple having two point five kids. Picket fence, like that's what the best version of them is. Their kids grow up to be, you know, a star football player and a cheerleader, and they and they and they they repeat the whole process, work in the same factory, do the same thing, dude. That's the best version of them. Oh, yeah, different, different, different versions, there, buddy. Oh, well, let's use mine. <laughs> Let's use mine. I think I like my version. The movie was good, dude. I mean, and honestly, as somebody who doesn't, I was like, dude, I don't want to go see this. And she was like, babe, it's blah, blah, blah. It was WrestleMania weekend. And that's why I had to go do Dear it. Dear God. Like, she's like, if we're going to watch, if we have, if I have to watch WrestleMania for seven hours on Sunday, you're taking me to this movie. Do you watch said, nine hours of horrible entertainment <laughs> said, in one weekend? I said, I said, all right, we're going to, we're going to go check it out. And like, it was a good movie. I'm not, All right. So let me ask you, was yeah. it this version of good? So like, let's say a couple of months go by, whatever you're at home. It comes on on cable. Are you going to watch it? Am I going to? No. But if she was watching it, I'm not going to be like, babe, turn the channel. This Ma- turn stupid. this off. Yeah. That's, you know, there's some stuff like that I'll watch and she'll be like, I'm not watching this. Turn this stupid Kung Fu movie off. And then there's stuff she watches and I'm like, babe, I am not watching this. We can find something we both agree on. If this was on and she was watching it, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't it, like I'm not. I Will I ever turn it on? No, I'm never going to do that. But I wasn't going to do that with the old one. I wouldn't do it with the, what Disney movie am I doing that with? None of them. No, yeah. I'm a grown up. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't I'm a need them. Up. I mean, I, I don't need them. They're not for me. It's not, you know, it's not. I'm not in the in the demo. Like that's okay. Hmm. I just, you know, like I always say, it, it, you try to take it down, and all you uh. did was make it more popular. They made a billion dollars with it. And dude, uh, speaking of billion dollars, man, that is like I think the uh, the fourth movie in the past like calendar year of 365 days that Disney has let go. That's been a billion dollar franchise. Dude, that's nuts, man. When you're making billion dollars off of movies, that's crazy cash, man. That's one movie. I don't know what. Obviously, a lot of a lot of money went into this movie, dude. The costumes were incredible. The, the visual effects were incredible. A lot of a lot of you know special effects and stuff like that. But dude, you're making a billion dollars off a movie before it's even out on DVD. Before you start marketing it or like you know start selling lunchboxes and stuff, you just we're gonna put it in the vault. You're never billion. You're never gonna get it again. We're gonna put it in the vault. Yeah, they they do. They build hysteria. Disney knows how to build hysteria into their brands. And and and, and if you're if you're one of those people who are like, oh, dude, all this these remakes and stuff are are, are too much. Well, you better get ready for them because dude, there's no way every, they're not slowing down now. No, every animated flick Disney has right now is getting done. What's the biggest of the Disney original like brands? <sighs> Which one of those is the biggest movie? Snow White? Is um, it Beauty and the Beast? I feel like Snow White and, and Cinderella. Those are two old school i feel like anything post 1990s probably the way to go like little mermaid beauty and the beast lion king maybe it would be the biggest toy Story. how do you live action that uh, i think they're already working on it dude they Stop. remember when they put that it was on broadway for a long time yeah i think they're already working on it yeah i think that's already a thing so it, it's a uh any of Simba them was gay already any of them dude any right? of them at the end of the day Parents are going to take their kids because, oh, I remember The Lion King. I love The Lion King. That was so good. And kids are just going to embrace it because they're making them for, you know, for, for that demo. All right. Now, at that argument, I could understand why a parent, when they see a wildly different v- version of 
what they grew up with, they're going, well, wait, why would you do that? It was good enough. Like, I get that. But having it stick in your side over like a 10-second a version, you know, in the middle of somewhere of some guy who's supposedly gay. Right. I mean, I, I, don't, I just don't gay as you it. could be. Um, you it, change Snow White to a dude and they start tongue kissing. Yeah, you're changing like child and stuff there. <laughs> I guess, I, but one of the things I will say about Beauty and the Beast as a movie, and this is a lot of movies recently, um, it was so dark. And by dark, I don't mean content. I don't mean like like film dark. Just like, why are there no colors in movies anymore? Everything's just. I like, haven't noticed this, dude. If, I'm, I'm serious. If you, look, I'll pay attention. If, if, if you kind of look back at like big blockbusters recently, they're just all these dark, drab, like un, uh, poorly lit movies, and it just I, I don't get it anymore. You know what the first one of those I remember really being, and I guess I, it's right there in the title, was The Dark Knight. Right, felt like, very black. And I don't to mean me. I don't mean gritty. Urban. I don't, I don't mean urban. I mean <laughs> it was like it was definitely you know if, yeah, you know what right, I do. Right, I, I, I the explanation is normally yeah. worse than the statement. All right, win yourself a thousand dollars next on the Sansbury Show. Nine. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Just minutes away now from getting you hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Double Payday Workday. 710, we'll give you the next keyword. I'm hearing from the audience that they are remaking the Lion King live action. And according to uh, this audience member, Donald Glover will be Simba and James Earl Jones will be Mustafa. Okay. I could get those choices. I think James Earl Jones was the voice of Mustafa in the original. Is that right? King yeah, that sounds there. about right. And, um, dude, Donald Glover, cash and checks. He's all over the place. In that Han Solo movie. Yep. And that's going to be a billion dollar movie. Yep. In that uh, Lion King movie, that's going to be a billion dollar movie. And his show on FX took off. Cash and checks. Already signed up for uh, season two FXs on that. That show to me started strong, ended a little weak. But I will, because I respect Donald Glover's talents, I will go back second season and try again and see if it picks back up. Because I do think that that man is talented. We have the latest on what seems to be happening with this Alliance police chief um, who's now back on there. He was suspended, right? And, and uh, They were doing an investigation or whatever. And uh, so now apparently he's back on the force. I am having trouble making sense of this whole thing, to be honest with you. Here's a little audio from Fox 8 to help us. Tonight at 10 o'clock, the Alliance police chief back on the job. The city's mayor announced that Chief Scott Griffith has returned to work after being placed on administrative leave. That decision left many of the communities searching for a reason why. Mayor Alan Andriani says there's an independent investigation being conducted into a pair of serious allegations against the police department. However, neither of those allegations was made against the chief. So this is one of those things that he was placed on leave while they were looking in it to make sure it wasn't part of his leadership that helped or did he make, you know they were worried about him looking the other way on two incidents and now he's been like cleared so he's ready to go back to work is that what I'm to take from that a lot of i think questions are left unanswered at this point a lot of people are left to speculate you and i included here um you know this uh this isn't the first time that i've heard about like you know serious issues within the Alliance Police Department 
And, uh, you know, from what I've heard, it's just been a, 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 a misusing of funds, a, a, you know, a lot of waste on, on the police department is, is kind of the, what I've gotten from social media. I have no personal experience with right. this. So this is just what I've read on like Facebook comments. I've had people stuff like that over the last, cause we talked about this, I think last week or whatever it was. And I've had people reach out to me and I was like, well, you know, are you the kind of person who just kind of has like a negative view of police, cops? Right. And because you, maybe you were doing a couple of things, maybe had a couple of bad, I don't know. No, so I didn't feel comfortable running with, hey, look, there's, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire here, because I don't know that to right, be true. Right, and that's the thing with a story with so many question marks is that, like, you don't know where to turn and you don't know who to come down on on this because you don't know. And I mean, that's where clarity comes in. That's why you need a little bit of sunshine on this. And I mean, honestly, I feel like the alliance mayor at this point and the powers that be within that office and within that administration, dude, you guys have to come out and explain this. You guys have to say what was happening here. Now, I I remember when we when we when we first talked about this story along with the police chief there was officer and officer suspended right there was right. There, there, there was a patrolman or something like that suspended and there's no update on him well the, so, again they're looking into those two incidents my guess is is that that officer is either part of both or one of those and that when we when they wrap up this investigation that's when we're going to be told it's now it's too public now to where you can't have the resolution of right. this and not come out and say this is what happened right like well, like the, the public deserves answers in this like this is this is something where you you have to come out now i mean is the police chief going to say like hey this is why i was suspended does he even know why he was suspended <sighs> My guess is that they were they removed him while starting their investigation to make sure he was not complicit in these two incidents, or maybe had looked the other way or helped the cops, like boys in blue, kind of looking after one another, that kind of thing. You know how people kind of feel like that happens. I think I wonder if that's what I'm guessing. I wonder if that's what happened. They get midway through the investigation, realize all right, the chief's not really at the at the heart of this. We do need the head of our police department back in. You know what I mean? So people know what to be doing, well, and then we'll look into these two things. And well, that's why you shouldn't make rash decisions like that of like, well, hey, we're just going to we're, we're going to look into something. And before we know what the final outcome is, we're going to suspend you. I that's, hear that. But I think honestly, had they found out it was him and they left him like that, he was part of it. People were going to say, why would you not remove him when you started the investigation? That's what people were going to say. If you don't have the proof, I, I don't think it's, it's fair to start doling out punishments. I don't think it's fair to like I, I think in, I think the word fair is going to move back and forth a little bit these days because of how many opinions we get co- coming from all sides and what people consider to be fair versus what you and I would consider to be fair. You know what I mean? I think that's definitely part of it and I, I, I'm again, we're both guessing here. I think that that's probably what happened. They wanted to make sure he wasn't part of these things that they want to look at or that he looked the other way on it or helped him hide whatever it should be or whatever it is and then they realize okay he's not in this let's just get back to business as normal and we'll continue to look at this hopefully by monday there's like definitive answers there's like hey this is what happened here it is blah 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 and hopefully we can uh we can alliance you know can start moving on from this until then win yourself a thousand dollars with rock 1069's payday uh workday what is it the double payday workday what are we doing win money and make it rain in hot laps right now stansbury show on rock 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show rock 106.9 your next opportunity to win yourself a thousand dollars with rock 106.9's Workday, double workday, payday. What is it we're calling? If we were running a, if we were running a promo all day for maybe I could remember the name of it. It's uh, eight ten. You get your next keyword. You win yourself a thousand bucks. We'll do that. That's all they care about, dude. That is Honestly, all they care about. Like, it doesn't matter what I call. No, it. we call whatever you want to. Just just give them money, and they're gonna be happy. 
All right. I I don't want to go too far here, okay. right? But I bet you were going to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really going to try not because I want to okay. talk about this guy who says he's done dating hot chicks. Okay. Says he's done with it, right? And I do want to talk about that. But I just, again, while scrolling through the news, I saw a headline that I can't believe. Now, again, I haven't read the entire quote, so I'm sure this is a piece of it, and I don't know what he said before it, and I don't know what he said after it, okay? So this is a high, I will admit, this is in print, I've read the headline, and it's a little bit of a head-scratcher, but Vox.com has the headline that says, Trump on North Korea, and apparently he had said, after listening for 10 minutes, I realized it's not so easy. Now this is in when he was talking to the uh, the president of China, where this right. is kind of all coming from. When he had him in Florida the other week, the relationship between those two places, right? And and one of the things that Trump has uh, been pretty adamant about is that well, this is China's responsibility, and this is China's the one who's going to have to go in there and do something about this. And 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 I think he was kind of under the impression that um, China was just going to like wave the magic wand and it was going to be like, oh, North Korea, they folded. And the president of China is like, no, bro, it ain't that easy. However, you say, no, bro, it ain't that easy in Chinese. But I mean, I'm not going to try. But that's kind of where this came from. And now, I again, I said, I don't want to go too far. I don't want to go too crazy. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Dude, if Obama would have came out and said, I don't know, man, this is hard. (laughs) Like, Uh, yes. Yes. Like, dude, yes. like, it would have been nauseating how he was attacked by 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 being surprised how difficult the challenges of running the world, because that's essentially what, dude, America's kind of like the balance keeper there. At least that's what we're always sold anyway. It's what I'm told. Well, a lot okay? of people are against that. A lot of people are against that concept. No need to be world police. Okay, well, then fine. Just even the country. Fine, right? Let's just make it the country then. Because you're right, there are some people that disagree with that. Plenty of So, yeah, lots of them. So let's say just this. Like, if Obama had suggested that he didn't know until he got there that the challenges of running a country were difficult, that handling democracy, diplomacy was difficult, I mean, the articles that would have been written and expanded on, and what I would say is rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. You should have attacked the hell out of him if he was saying stuff like that. What do you mean? What'd you spend two years running for if you didn't know it was going to be hard? Right, 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 right. This is the third thing. Dude, nowhere on the campaign trail they gave you the clip notes and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is Dude, there's some stuff going on here. I mean, right? I mean, you know, obviously, when 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 you become president, things are going to change. You're going to have a new view on things. You're going to have more information available to you. So I don't necessarily like people who flipped out about like, oh, in 2013, Donald Trump said never to attack, you know, never to attack Syria. And it's like, well, obviously, circumstances change. Your position in life changes, and the president should view things differently than the general public does. But when you say things like, oh, well, after listening for ten minutes, I I I, I didn't realize how. Kind complicated it was or the whole healthcare who would have known it was going to be so complicated that was the first one i remember of him saying complicated what what like i knew everyone knew everyone should know pretty complicated yeah so i mean that's just one of those things when i read that again now i didn't read what he said before that and what he said after it it might be a highly intelligent statement in there surround that all right, I'll get, I'll make room for that. Haven't read the whole thing, but when you take that piece of that quote and you like think about what that is, a little terrifying.
Yeah, I mean, especially when you said, hey, day one, I'm coming in here. China, you're a currency manipulator. Day one, I'm coming in here. Day 30-day plan, ISIS off the face of the earth. Day, you know, hey, dude, North Korea, they can suck it. It's like when you run on that, dude, you better be ready to deliver it. And now. Then, and when you just learn things like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be that hard. North, Dude, North Korea can suck it. <laughs> like, sure. I'm with that. They can sure. totally suck it. Sure. Um, are, we, uh, are, we doing, are we doing Mother of All Bombs here? We uh we doing a little bit Fine, of that. Go all off. I want to say, oh Fine, no, it's not even, I don't even want to go off. I don't even want to go off. All I want to say is both sides with this mother of all bombs thing. Where yesterday, dude just dropped a big fat one, the biggest bomb that they have in America outside of nuclear weapons. Uh, they dropped it in Afghanistan yesterday. And what I want to say about that is, is both sides need to relax about this, dude. All right, if you're on the left and you're like, oh my god, there's bombs getting dropped on ISIS. Well, like, yes, there's bombs getting dropped on ISIS, and that's been happening since 9/11, dude. Dude, Obama was crazy about dropping bombs on ISIS. Love dropping bombs on ISIS. Steady on the button. Did it all the time. Did That's, it yeah, all the time. He did. He lit that region up. And dude, I mean... I, and was called a pussy the I, entire I, I, time I think, he it was, was I think it was 12,000 plus bombs dropped in Afghanistan, 12,000 plus bombs dropped in Syria over the last year of his presidency. So it's, dude, I mean, just... Do I have that right? It's 24,000? Dropping bombs. And that's just Syria and, and Afghanistan. That's right. not even the rest of the world. That's just those two countries. 24,000 bombs. So left, it's okay. Relax. He, he, attacked, he attacked ISIS. That's a good thing to do. This is just the continuation of what was happening. Right. And on the right side of that, you need to chill the F out because this is just a continuation of what was happening. It's not like Trump is like, oh my God, boy, what a maverick he is. He is just reinventing the wheel. No, God damn it. Trump or Obama dropped Obama dropped bombs like none other. So, so yes, of course the president's going to continue dropping bombs on ISIS. And of course you're going to use the powerful weapons in front of you. It doesn't matter that this bomb, this mother of all bombs, it, 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 it's not like it's not like it's any Remember more- when you weren't gonna go off. It's not like it's Remember any that? more. It's not like it's any more powerful just because it's all in one bomb. I mean, there, I, he said it. Twelve thousand bombs in a year. Look me right in the eye and said, "No, I'm no, not gonna no, go off. I'm just gonna say fine. this." And then, dude, then, then he went off. Everybody needs to relax. About Are you all right, both buddy? Sides, dude, I, both sides. <laughs> dude, I feel like you might need to relax. <laughs> I feel better. Here. You know, I, I don't want to say God again. No, just get the really? Gap Band going. Dude, the Gap Band is pretty good. They're one of my favorites there. All right, I want to talk about this dude who won't sleep with hot chicks. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get back in our lane here. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, Wow. I'm not going to freak out. I'm going to freak out right now. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, you're taking a page out of my book. No, nah, no, nah, I promise. No yelling. Here comes the yelling. All right, so this is a guy. His name is Dan uh, Rochkind. Sure, right, sure. and uh, he lives in New York, Upper East Side. So my guess is he's probably got a little bit of money. Right, he's forty, and uh, you know he's got a muscular build. He's got full head of hair, whatever. Jeez, and dude. Uh, he said he, you know, he's talking about the dating scene in New York, and he says he spent the better part of his thirties going on about three dates a week, okay. and he met good people. But ultimately, what he was obsessed with was finding like the hottest girl you could find. Sure, sure. Welcome surpri- to being a dude. I'm surprised doing that in your 30s. That seems like a more 20s thing, but like I guess New when, York's very competitive. That's what I was going to say is when you live in a big city like that, I'm sure things are different. I don't know what this dude's job is, but it probably lends itself to like having beautiful women around him. So I guess you would continue living that lifestyle into your 30s if you could. He says here uh, he, he had the pick of anybody he wanted. He could date anybody he wanted, he said. Now, he's not that good looking. He's a good looking guy, but he's not that good looking. He's got to be rich then, and that's what... That's, Upper East Side, that, there's a little bit of money there. That's, that's where this comes from, is, is him being rich. Now, he says he's done dating these kinds of women because beautiful women who get a lot of attention get full of themselves. 
Now, what I will say is that's absolutely true, but let's be honest about that. And that's not solely a female trait. That's good-looking people across the board. That's men, too. Would, men yes. who are really good-looking who get a lot of attention have a tendency to get full of themselves as well. I, I would say it's probably more common in women, I would yes, think. Yes, I would just, say that. Just because beauty is more cherished in women by us as a society it's right. like it's just more of an you know it's, it's more of a thing you'd have to be like a legit 10 dude to be like uh, in that zone where i feel like eights nines and tens of women kind of get into that so scientists have looked into this and sure enough they have found that beautiful people have worse marriages they have more rocky marriages and i had a buddy who once said dude i want my he's like i like to sleep with tens but when i want to get married i want to i want to marry a seven he's like because his theory was, and I don't know if this makes any sense, but a 10 is going to get asked out a million times. Sure. And the human being can only say no so many times to, some, to one, any one particular thing. And he was like, dude, if you, got, if you marry a 10, every dude in the world is trying to get in there. Sooner or later, she's not going to be able to say no forever. Somebody's getting in there. Now, that kind of sounds like paranoid dude theory, yeah. but uh, I can't necessarily knock it. Can't remember. It's it's some polka song that's like definitively about this. If if you want to be happy the rest of your life, make an ugly woman your wife, and like you don't have to worry about your boys. You don't have to worry yeah, I know about that song. Yeah, I can't remember who it was or what it was, but yeah, I mean this theory's been around for a while. So they also say that what happens with really beautiful women that are in m- marriages is that they realize that they are like a unicorn, and so they're married. They like being married, but they also know that there may be a better guy right around the corner because they can have anybody they want because of how hot they are. So it kind of has them always looking outward of their relationship. Now, if you're going to apply that to 10, sure. But, dude, that, that applies to any woman on the face of the planet. Because let's be real, guys. If she's to divorce you, she's getting laid first. If she's to divorce you, she's going out on a date first. If she was to divorce you, she's getting married first. Like, that's, dude, that's just kind of the way of the yeah. world there. Vagina's a hot commodity. Penis is everywhere. Right? Yeah, I mean, dude, the penis has literally put me in the game, coach. Right. Where right. Uh, the vagina's LeBron and, like, bitch, I'll take a break. 14 years in, right. I'm rested. I'm rested. I'm rested exactly. this thing. Exactly. That's exactly right. That is exactly so, right. So, yes, I'm sure that applies more with tens, but still, any woman on the face of the planet has that option in front of them. So he ends up now meeting this woman, and it was through her mother, who's a matchmaker. But she saw him at the gym, and she said, look, he's you know late 30s, he's got a good build, he's got a good job, and he has a full head of hair. She's like, in the, like dating, in the dating scene, <laughs> they said good job. They said, uh, <laughs> but she said in the dating scene that that makes you a hot commodity. Should. Yeah, yeah, I don't right, know what else she would things, want. Right. I mean, and, you know, obvi- that's why, honestly, like I said, sorry to cut you off there, but like last year, they did like Canton's most eligible people. Right. And I said to somebody, how am I not Canton's most eligible bachelor? Because nobody, nobody, nobody uh, put your name in the running there. I, I, that's what I'm saying. How could I, but how could anybody else be in that running but me? <laughs> I am the most eligible bachelor I'll, I'll in get, Canton. I'll get to that's the, what I'll say. I'll get to the people I know at About Magazine and I'll, uh, I'll make things right there. Yeah, buddy. No, I'll go over there, kick doors <laughs> open, and make it right. I'll, uh, I'll do That's what I can. That's probably not the best way to go about <laughs> no, that. I'm going to kick your ass if I you don't, don't make me the yeah, best. Yeah, I don't politic well. I, no, I, you, you know, really, I, I don't, I don't politic really, well. You, you really don't look around us, dude, as we can tell. Right. Not a lot of good politics going on in here. No. Um. So, yes, I totally, uh, you know, I mean, women are, are going to look at men, you know, obviously outside of just what they bring to the table looks-wise. And really, that's anybody, though. You really should look at, like, I'm not saying, like, you check out their credit score before you date them, but it's like, well, what do you do with your life? Who are you as a person? Yes, you're attractive to me, but there's got to be other factors that play into into whether you view that person as, as a worthy partner or not. How much hotter can a woman get by being good? Considerably. Considerably, dude. Considerably. I'll say this. I think you can add at least... 
I mean, major points. Do two, three points. Which way does it go better? Let me find the best way to explain what I mean. Can can a woman get more? Can she raise her level of attractiveness more or lose it more depending on who she is? All right. So if we're starting with a chick that's a seven, yeah. If we're starting, oh, let's start with a chick that's a six. Give um, me a baseline of six. Okay, we'll give you a baseline of six. Here. Yeah. If we're starting with a chick that's a six looks wise, but she's a ten personality, that can bring you up to a nine for me. Like you are a worthy person, not just personality, but like your everything else about you, the the intangibles, like how hard you work, you know, what kind of morals you have, like what kind of sense of right now your you girlfriend's have. just dumping money out of the. <laughs> Side of her car. Son of a bitch. Here, take it, take it. But 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 I mean, you kind of take the point there of like I think that can be a big drop. But if you are a terrible person and let's say you're a ten as a physical specimen mm-hmm. and you're a terrible person, dude, that drops you down to a five in my book. Like, oh, you can, you can yeah. drop hard. We're different. You, you can, can drop hard, hard, but nothing brings nothing brings a ten to to, to a five in my book. Right, nine to a four. I mean, if you don't want to get <laughs> if you don't want to take away from a dime, I, like like I will say this, okay. I've probably only been involved with one legitimate 10. 10s are tough. I mean, that's well, hard. Let's not throw it around. Like yeah, probably, let's but. not throw it around, but I'll say one. And she was the epitome of what people say. Like, dude, they're just so goddamn complicated and high maintenance and awful because they know. And honestly, I still run into her time from time. And I'll, it'll probably happen over this weekend, as a matter of fact. And I see her, and when I see her, I go, oh, my God, are you? Is she still, when I see her, I'm like, dude, you're beautiful. To me, you're always going to be like, you know, I used to tell her, I'm like, you're the hottest woman alive. And for me, she'll always kind of be that, you know what I mean? But then immediately now when I see her, I start thinking back on little things. And yeah, oh, no, nobody's sudden, perfect. No, A-O. you're not. Um, <laughs> you're not that anymore. And even if you are, it's not worth well, like the headaches. Like I'm so much happier now. Well, when you break up with somebody, you you know, most times you're going to put them on a pedestal. You're going to remember it and be like, oh, it was the best thing on the face of the planet. When it, you in the moment, you knew it wasn't. Um, and I think a big, big, big part of this conversation is, and, and that we're all letting out, is that we're talking about like, oh, what is this woman as, you know, but if you aren't on the scale of that woman, why do you feel like you? are going to have a shot with her, dude. I don't understand these dudes who are legit fours, not just in looks, but in personality and life and everything that they do, feel like they have an opportunity to, to, to go so far up the ladder. Yeah, dude, dude a woman's don't. not a bitch because you she won't date right, you. dude, and, and, and just be, oh, no, oh, dude, it's, it's too hot. Again, nah. you know what that is? you're a piece of crap. That's that world fair mentality. And the world's not fair, especially in the dating circle. It's doggy dog. Why, you know? why on earth... If you, as a person, would not sleep with somebody, would not date somebody that you're not attracted to, that you don't feel like is up to your level, why would you expect her to do that? And, why, why, and, why would you? Right. The audacity of men, dude. Yeah, men, honestly, well, they kind of, and again, you need to shed this the older you get and the more into adulthood you go, but you are kind of conditioned from a young age to expect beauty. Of course, dude. Every guy but, in the movies, every single one of them gets the hot girl at the end. Not just a girl, you also the ex- hot girl. You also expected to be an astronaut when you were nine. Exactly. And welcome to being that. 40 and being that. a stock room manager. Like, there's, you know what I mean? Like, there's kind of, like, life happens to you like that. Find somebody that, that you feel like you're on par with in life. And like I said, I'm not just saying numbers as exclusive a 
attraction levels. I'm saying, like, find somebody that you feel like, and that's how you find a partnership, dude, is through that being on par together and through that, like, okay, similar goals, similar lifestyles, similar things. And, like, dude, why do you think, why do you think you get a a supermodel? The best women in life I have found. Now, again, I'm, it's not like I'm an expert, you know what I mean? But I've lived a couple of different places. I've met a, you know, a bunch of different women. I have a job where it's kind of, you know, it's exposed me to being able to date wide ranges of women, younger and older and all that thing. This is what I have found. And maybe this is just a personal preference. Okay, so I won't you know, present this to you as science, but as a personal preference, this is what I have found. Give me an eight that has no idea she's hot. You, if you find one of those now, they always kind of know. Right. You know what I mean? They always kind of know because they have eyes too and they see the women that they work with and it's like, Jesus, I'm better looking than all of these people. But give me an eight who doesn't like know it, who doesn't like live like she knows it. And that, that, those are normally good keepers until they pack out pouds after two kids. Then you got to trade those in. (laughs) I mean, just terrible. Just being honest. Just, you know, you know, it's like a car, dude. Eventually, dude, you're just sick of driving it. I'm not dating hot women anymore. No, dude. Hot women aren't dating you. So, uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. He is a very good looking guy. He ends up meeting this woman whose mom was like a, a a matchmaker. She said, I found the perfect woman for you because they were gym buddies. Right. And it ends up being her daughter. And I'm looking at a photo of her. Okay. This is not an unattractive woman. Right. This is like an eight and a half. Like, so it's like, dude, you're not done dating. The real sacrifice. Exactly. You're a hero. Dude, like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like, she does I'll, I'll sum it up like this. She doesn't look like somebody you would see on like the People of Walmart website. Okay. She looks like an attractive young woman. <laughs> well, if you shop at Target, then, you know, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a pure one. She's definitely a pure one. More Sansbury Show right around the corner. Hank Spirit Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. 810 is when you get your next keyword for Rock 106.9's workday double pay giveaway. Is that right? We like things that rhyme here. Somebody write it down and get it in here. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> it's in the email. I'm telling you that right now. 810 is when you get your next keyword. I was just wronged by a coworker and 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 what not a, so offensive fashion, but I a, still feel happened? like it, I feel like it's wrong. Does is that what have happened to do with milk? What happened? No. Well, maybe. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Because milk could go into the said thing. So okay. I was I was walking down the hallway and I got into a conversation with a couple of other people who, you know, are on the radio for a different station in our building. And, you know, I was asking a couple of questions about some stuff, you know, I was like, oh, what about this? And hey, Tuesday we're supposed to have this meeting, what about that? You know, whatever. And uh one of the guys looks at one of the other people in the room and says, hey, my wife's going to swing by Starbucks. What do you want? And then we go back to having our conversation, he and I. Okay. And then we wrap up, and there was never, oh, hey, man, do you want something from the Starbucks there? I mean, she's going anyway. Do you want something from the – and I just thought, I was like, wow. I would never – if somebody was in a room, like let's say you and I, obviously we're yeah. doing the show, right? Yeah. We're in a commercial break. Somebody comes in here, and I say, oh, hey, by the way, dude, somebody's going to stop and grab Starbucks. Fanto, what do you want? I would never let that wrap up without offering that to, to the person who just happened to be in here. Now, obviously, you're not going to go into like other rooms, other studios, finding people like, hey, let me get my right. wife to bring the entire office right. Starbucks. But as you standing there, that's like, oh, dude, you're, you're, you know, hey, would you like a piece of gum? Yeah. Okay, one person takes it and you don't offer it to the next person. Exactly. What a dick. What a, like, what a, what a, right. what a dick move it's there. Like, that almost was like, okay, so you're the highborn and I'm from Flea Bottom. Now, I... 
<laughs> I guess, Game of Thrones. Okay, Look it say, up. Say, the, Google what are, it. What are you talking about? Game dude? of Thrones. They right, know. Right, Most popular show, show ever. Little Dragon Show. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Little Dragon Show. Um, so uh, I miss what the I would little say, Dragon what, and I already know who this is because you mentioned his wife, and there's only like one person whose wife that would be doing this. But like, if this was like, oh well, yeah, it's oh, that bastard Keith I, Kennedy I'm, is who it is. I'm, I'm only gonna do this for the people on my show. Maybe that would make sense. Maybe that would. But the thing is, and I know this to be fact. Nine eight one. Keith Kennedy's Double wife. Keith Kennedy. Keith Kennedy's wife is a listener of this loves show. Loves the Sansbury yeah. show on a regular basis. You not, didn't even need to say show. Not just, not just, <laughs> not just like you know what? That's his wife. That's not cool. Not just like hey, that's when, not cool. When I'm in the car, I'll listen to the Sansbury. No, she show likes the show. She podcasts. Like, she podcasts. Right, it, which dude. honestly comes. I like because the last station I worked at, famously for a long time, my boss's wife there yeah. loved the show too. Like she was a huge fan, and that helped us. But our boss down here is a little temperamental. Right. So, you know. And which I'm going to say Pride plays against us at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. That, what do you that, mean your wife wants? My wife wants. That rotund bastard, Keith Kennedy, 981's own. Son of a bitch. <laughs> apparently, he had the scree- apparently he had the neon trees cranked up a little too, fu- too loud to head phonics. Didn't think properly about extending a coffee offer to me. I don't get that. How rude. He doesn't even drink coffee. But he's probably getting one of those, like... 10,000 calorie get, fruit frappuccino. Yeah, he'll have yeah. like a strawberry frappe <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I just would never have done that to him. No, no. Dick. Especially, dude, when the coffee is gross here. Yeah, dude, you might want to offer out that Starbucks to everybody. Mrs. Kennedy, I know you're listening right now. Right. She's listening. I drink venti Americanos. I don't know what Fantone has. You know what? Give her the order over there. You know, if you just give me a large black coffee, I would love you. Did just you not a know? Large that? black coffee. Dude, these microphones are just like like the, the like drive through oh, mics. That's that exactly what coming, happens. On, you say on. what you want into one of these, and then they happen. There you go. <laughs> All right. I saw this, and dude, Nintendo, I, for the life of me, I, dude, enough with you. All right? Really? Like, yeah, enough with you. Like, the Switch came out, and like, I want one of those because I want to play the new Zelda or whatever. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does it look awesome. It looks awesome. That Zelda game looks dope. Um, the other commercials that I've seen with, like, so the far games, look really good. dude, that, that Switch, I'm not a gamer at all, but that one looks really good. I do. I, I'm very interested, but they've now said they're going to stop production on the classic NES, that little mini NES that they made that came with, like, like, 30, 40 games, whatever it was. They said they're done. Now, here's the thing. I've never seen one of these in the wild. Like, I've never seen one on a store shelf ever. They were like 40 bucks. I think it was like 30 bucks maybe. And I would have bought one for sure. Never seen one. But I know what they're doing. And I said then when people were like, why is it only got 30? I was like, because they're going to do it again and it's going to be the classic NES 2 and they're going to give you the other 30 games that you wish were on it. But it's like enough is enough already. Well, we're talking about 8-bit stuff. I can mod it. It's all on my phone. Like, dude, quit walking me through all this BS. Just release it and be done. At the end of the day, what we're talking about here is essentially like 17 cents worth of plastic and video games that have been around, 8-bit video games that have been around for 30 years. So it's not like there's any like overhead costs to these or anything like that. Um, Now, what I I would say is... Obviously, the concept of having like the Nintendo official one, I like it, and I, I, I'm surprised Sega hasn't started doing this. I'm surprised they don't do this in other avenues. But I saw this video. I'll post it up at wrqk.com when I find it again. Um, but there's like, and I, you know, they've got one at Culture Coffee comparable to this, where you like can, a three game system. Right. Thing. This is like an all game. The system. problem with that though is, is that you still have to find the, the cartridges, cartridges in the games. Where what Nintendo released was, here it is. Take it out of the box, plug it in, and play it. Why don't they just? Why don't they? just say hey we're doing retro systems we're doing retro games like you can buy the cartridges now because you ha- 
it's like I said, it's 17 cents of plastic and technology you already have. If they were really smart, what they would do is they would build the 30 game packages into the new systems and say, buy this version and you get 30 classic NES On games with it. Right. That's what I would do is I'd have one system and every cartridge had like 30 games and then you could buy more. But like, dude, Sega, why aren't you doing this? PlayStation, why aren't you doing this? Like, people would totally be like, oh yeah, dude, PS1, Super Nintendo, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, your girlfriend you has that? now just tweeted and says, what do you guys want from Starbucks? I'm going to grab it up on my way. No, 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 no. This is, dude, this day's about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't want to get too far into it. It's her life or whatever. You make your loser boyfriend go to Starbucks <laughs> and get you Starbucks today, Megan. You make him do it. No, I, I do appreciate it, but that I would feel awful if I made you go out of your way this morning. She's got to stop up here anyway. So, babe, bring, oh, right? bring, bring us coffees. Venti Americano, then. Yeah. Get on it. Oddly <laughs> double. Bring Speed us, it up. Bring us coffees. Speed it up. I love you. Canton PD, you're getting a pat on the back from the Sansbury Show next on Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. Rock 1069. Mere minutes away from getting you hooked up with a thousand dollars. Cash money. You, like Ryan Albright, who won this morning as well. Your opportunity is a couple minutes away. Thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, How much better winning. is your day? How much better is your weekend? With a thousand dollars in your pocket? Or worse. I mean, like <laughs> you one way or the mean? other. Like, right? This isn't even enough to bail me out, dude. <laughs> like, you know, it could be it, you know, it could go one of two ways there. Ah, the bail bondsman will work with a thousand. If you go in with a thousand, your bail bondsman will figure something out. All right, I, I I know I get on you guys a lot about the texting and driving, and I'm not sure. sure that that's what happened in this particular case. But as I'm reading now from CantonRep.com, that a child walking to school yesterday morning was struck by a pickup truck. Ugh. Seven-year-old boy was taken to Mercy. His injuries were not believed to be life-threatening, but still, he was hit by a truck. Thank God. And uh, Lisa Brocker, who heads the police department's traffic division, said, you know, he's, it's not life-threatening, but he is injured, obviously. Officers were called around 9, 10 a.m. to Rowland Avenue Northeast and Glendale there. And he said the boy was trying to cross Rowland when he was struck by a Ford Ranger heading south on Rowland. The investigation into the crash has continued Thursday afternoon. Now, again, I have no idea if this was texting and driving or not, but just another reminder right. that this kind of stuff that can happen. And so just, you know, just Dude, driving a car is enough. Like right, that's enough right, of a right. uh, that's it, enough, enough of a, a thing to be yeah. doing. You know, and obviously, you know, throughout the school year, kids at the bus stop is a very real, you know, issue, and, and they're out there, and, and who knows what the circumstances of this were? Because I don't want to throw guilt on a guy who might have yeah. done nothing wrong. Um, but at the same time, dude, you know, as we get into warmer weather, as we get into summer, as we get into kids being on spring break, man, kids are running around everywhere. Just keep your eyes open. Don't look at your phone. Also happening here locally, a coordinated investigation, Canton Rep is calling it, Thursday by three different police agencies, the U.S. Marshals led to the arrest of a man accused of firing shots at a Stark County deputy taking part in uh, the surveillance operation. Frederick M. Hill, 49 of Barberton, was nabbed Thursday by uh, the police department and the U.S. Marshal Service. He faces charges of felonious assault on a peace officer, first-degree felony, and an illegal uh, cultivation of marijuana. So that's where they believe probably why the gun was uh, ultimately fired there is what I would imagine. Star County Sheriff George Myers said in Star County, Metro Narcotics Unit de- uh, Deputy was assisting Canton's Vice Unit on a drug investigation Wednesday night around 1045. And uh, he was only there for a short period when the suspect then spotted him. Our deputy attempted to remove himself from the situation, the sheriff had said. But as he drove away, the suspect got into a car, followed, pulled up alongside the deputies on Mark car several blocks away, and then opened fire. Wow. 
I mean, like, uh, it, it just, you know, if you as a drug dealer, drug cultivator, somebody who's in, the, in that business, all right, so you're paranoid, you find somebody following you. I'm sure that's something you're looking over your shoulder for on a regular basis and paranoid about and constantly concerned if about. If you're in an unmarked police car, yeah. Because let's, let's be real about that. It's like, you should be, dude. Cops are watching out for you. Cops are looking for oh, you. Oh, you're they talking know, about, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm saying, I'm saying. I had as, you. As, as a drug Sorry. dealer, as a drug dealer, okay. and, and, and you've got somebody following you, you've got somebody tailing you, it, that's got to be, you know, like an oh my God moment. But for you to notice them, they notice you noticing them, they drive away, and you go and shoot at them, dude, throw the book at this guy. Yeah, no, for throw sure. Throw the book at for this sure. guy. And I hope they do. And I hope he spends the rest of his life in there. Because, dude, don't shoot at cops. That's not good. You know, I mean, I, when I first heard of this story, I was like, well, it, it's an unmarked car, and how does anybody know if that's a cop or not? But, dude, it, with this circumstances of this guy being a known drug dealer, guy, this guy, he knew what he was doing here. Like, there's there's no denying that. I, I would agree with that. You know, speaking of unmarked police cars, sure. I live downtown, right? Right. So I see some of this stuff a lot. And as a matter of fact, yesterday, as I was driving home, I want to be careful because I don't want to give you exactly where I live. But on the corner of, uh, you know, one of the downtown streets right there, you know, right by Market there or whatever. Sure. There was an unmarked police car with the doors open, with the lights on, and there was a civilian standing next to the police officer kneeling, actually, with a blanket over something to look as to look to hide, like, what that was. And it... Dead body? It didn't look... It was definitely not big enough to be an adult body. Okay. And I would imagine if it was a child's body in a blanket, like there, we'd be hearing about that right now. Like it would be all over the news. Dead animal, maybe. I think maybe dead animal because I've been looking all morning right. on all the local news things, and I can't find out what it was. But it was like right down the street from my apartment, and I was like, "That's a what? civilian with a sheet over something that's obviously not alive, and that's an unmarked cop car with the lights on and all this stuff." It's like, what is happening in my neighborhood? Well, right now? Obviously, you live pretty close to the police station, right around the corner. And with me. that, yeah. with that, like you know, maybe this person just walking their dog their dog falls over dead a cop notices there's like a, a scene going on there goes to help out i i have not heard anything about that so i'm just gonna have I to think, assume i assume he just drove by something and was like you know what i'm a member of law enforcement i should right. probably intervene Get and let's find out, out what's here. happening right. there but like if anybody knows let me let me know it's very as a matter of fact i actually went out of my way to drive by it to try to see i was like wow you know it's happening right but down the street from my neighborhood so you know cops involved it's probably you know probably relevant to the audience there let me find out yeah. but i couldn't find out any you know any information as i was driving Driving by it. So if anybody knows, uh, reach out and let me know. We are giving away $1,000 every single hour, 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, weekdays on Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity happens right now. Spirit Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Win yourself $1,000 shortly after 9 o'clock. 910 is when we'll give you the next keyword. Next time we pass out the keyword for Rock 106.9's Workday double pay? Yeah. I'm in the ballpark of it. I know I'm in the ballpark of it. Away, double K, 981K. What? What? We'll pass out $1,000. 9, 10 a.m. You know, we started this program out a little earlier this morning. And there was some mention of North Korea. Mm-hmm. And Fantone had reminded me that like Dennis Rodman is like boys with them. Like he's yeah. like boys. Like he went over. Like I watched that whole thing where he went over and like did like a basketball like thing with them. And they like for some reason they love him. 
Um, uh, the leader of North Korea or North Korea, Kim Jong Un, uh, was a huge Bulls fan. He really got uh, like infatuated with like culture and was big. Uh, I think a Whitney Houston fan too was absolutely in love with her. And it, you just find that place in time where it was just like, yeah, Whitney Houston was top of the pops. And Michael Jordan, what a huge deal, and all these different things. It seems very weird from a place that's very restrictive of culture well, for him to be in. You know what I mean? For him though, obviously he's not restricting right. his culture. He's not restricting. You know what I'm saying? Like he, just weird. The, 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 dude, the dude, he'll 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 do what he wants to do. What his people do is something different. Um, and and for whatever reason, like for whatever reason, obviously when when Rodman was was playing with the Bulls, he was a big part of that success. And I don't know if if Kim Jong Un reached out to Rodman initially, or, or, or Rodman reached out to North Korea, or how that all happened. But yeah, he was a uh, dude. He went over there on kind of like I don't want to say like a peacemaking. That was mission. like the first episode of like vice news that broke out right. i remember that was like what kind of put vice news on the map and so recently rodman was on another show called undeniable with joe buck and i know all of ohio hates joe buck i for the life of me can't figure it out because i've watched every broadcast the guy's ever done and i don't hear all this bias everybody claims he has all right i just i don't hear it i just think some of you are ultra sensitive but anyway rodman was on undeniable with joe buck And he was talking about a moment in his life back in the 90s, 93, when apparently he was outside the Palace of Auburn Hills where the Pistons had played. Sure. And Rodman, according to this interview, was struggling with some depression issues. Yeah. yeah. And it was over the departure of Detroit Pistons head coach Chuck Daly and some personal family issues. Again, if you know a little bit about Rodman, like his mom was actually very brutal to him, apparently growing up, um, never told him that she loved him, did not express love well, the whole thing. I, I just watched something about Rodman not that long ago, so I'm, I just remembered that hearing that. And Rodman apparently, I didn't remember this, had boycotted the first half of the season because he felt very angry and he was lost, he claims. So what he claims was a moment of despair, or what what I'll say is what he describes as a moment of despair, Rodman says, Dennis Rodman considered taking his own life. Never the answer. Shouldn't do that. No, no, that's not the right way to go about stuff. Solving any problems there. So apparently at some point he had befriended Eddie Vedder. From Pearl Jam. Okay. And it was during this period. Huge basketball play- fans, Pearl Jam. Uh, coming yeah, from they Seattle, are. they were originally called Mookie Blaylock because they were such a big fan of his. So it uh, it doesn't surprise me that those two paths would cross. At some point. Right. Right, 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 right. right, right. Eddie likes the sports. He's around a lot of those kind of and events. Obviously, uh, you know, Rodman liked alternative things, alternative styles and stuff like that. And Pearl Jam was kind of the personification of all that back then. And back then in right. 93, right. you know, uh, Pearl Jam was the top of the pops and they were playing the palace and so they ran into one another at the palace and rodman kind of likes all things there he's like you know what i mean likes you know all all kind of music all that kind of stuff like the new third tuesday of basketball players it is indeed there he is and so they became friends and rodman kind of like i guess started telling him about what he was going through all right and vetter being the opportunist that that he is says to rodman you know what you should do is you should pick up our music <laughs> no, he, no time like the present. Self promote, dude. Yeah, he suggested Rodman check out the band's music. Check out the Stansberry show. So Rodman had to, yeah, that's exactly what I'd say. Thinking about thinking about jumping, we'll make you go faster. You should listen to us. He'll make you go faster. So Rodman says, "I did exactly what Eddie Vedder told me to do. I went out and got their album. He says I played it every day, 
and he claims that one specific track off of the album saved his life. Okay. And apparently Pearl Jam song Black saved his life. And if you know this song, it definitely has that kind of feel to it. That sadness, I don't know what to do, despair feeling is embedded in this song, right? That's the way I've always taken it. I mean, he's like Vetter's beside himself over the loss of this woman, right? Yeah, it's a heartbreak song, not necessarily a suicide song, so I don't... I would have never. I would have never been like, "Oh, this is this is the song that." It's a heartbreak song. It's it's a chick that broke up with Eddie Vedder. I don't know. I don't know if this would have been my suicide song. It's a great song. But yeah, I'm not sure it would have been the one that knocked me off the ledge either. And I mean, obviously, you know, coming off the ledge, whatever song does it to you, great. Like that's awesome. But it just. I don't know if there's a better Pearl Jam song, but there's got to be other songs about suicide. I mean, Jeremy was about suicide, wasn't it? Like, wasn't oh, I thought it was about a school, school shooting, shooting, and I thought he, he takes his life at the end, end of it, right? Yeah, so at least there's that aspect of like, well, there's Look some... at Pearl Jam being early on school shooting. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I mean, you couldn't even... I remember like watching that music video for Jeremy and being like, oh, that can never happen. <laughs> like, right. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could. As a matter like, of fact, it just happened again this week. And we didn't even like blink an eye at it as a country. Like, all right, it happened. We're moving on with our day. Like, honestly. But that's just a sign of the times. Sign of the times. But, I mean, plenty of songs about suicide. Plenty of songs. Oh, that that whole era. That deal with that that content. It's just weird to me that you'd find Black as the one who was like. And I mean, like, it's kind of just a generic breakup song. I mean, I got the lyrics up here. And. He's taking a walk. There's kids at play, feeling him laugh, but it's not doing anything for him. How quickly the sun can drop away. It's like, well, yeah, your, your heart got broken. Yeah. Yeah, your heart got broken. Welcome to women cheating on you. Right. Welcome to it. Right. Tap it all of us. It doesn't even get into the content of, like, a tough life or, like, hey, I don't know. It just feels like a weird anti-suicide song to me. But whatever works for you works for you, dude. It just, you know what it does? It just goes to show, though, music speaks to different people differently. You know what I mean? And that's what makes it so powerful. It's why it's always my favorite thing. Uh, I always say, my record collection is my most prized possession. Because nothing can work you through emotions or take you back to a moment or make you think or make you laugh quite like music can. It's the most important. I view it as one of the most important things in the world. It's some of the best currency you can get. So, I mean, like, you're sitting there thinking about your basketball coach. And this is the song where I know someday you'll have a beautiful life. I know you'll be a star in somebody else's else's sky. But why couldn't it be mine? Why can't it be mine? That's the best part of that whole song, too. And we're talking about your your basketball coach? I don't know. And obviously, dude, when you have mental health issues, all sorts of things can trigger them. There's no question about it, whether it's a a change at work, your personal life, whatever, dude. they'll bleed into one another, and that's part of it. Just seems strange. I, You know... I have not a similar story, but like I remember distinctly. You know how, like, when you look back on, like, I'm just going to say childhood, but these are my teenage years sure. and post teen years. Well, teens. You know how, like, you'll look back on there and there's certain moments that are, for some reason, they seem more present than, than some others. Of course. And so, like, I remember a buddy of mine, Nate, had been going through a breakup. And this album was all the rage then. 
And my buddy Brandon was having a party, as he always did. Brandon's parents sucked, I bet. Just like, yeah, whatever. You can have parties here. No, they just both worked really good jobs, so weren't home a lot. You know what I mean? Dad, a doctor, mom, a CEO. The both American were, dream right Both there. were captains of industry. Your kid with a drug problem. Yeah, no, well, all right, you know, come on. You know, listening area, come on, I don't need that. You know what I mean? But my buddy Brandon was having a party. My buddy Nate was going through a breakup. And he sat in the, I'll never forget this, he sat in the driveway in his, like, black Ford Probe, because that was, like, the car to have then. Sure. And, like, listened to Release by Pearl Jam. We probably don't have that. I doubt it. But he listened to it for like four hours in the middle of that party. Like ten different people tried to go out to the car to get him out of there and be like, "Come on, man! Like, just do. Let's go drink a couple natty lights. You're gonna be fine. We're, you know, we're 18. It's not the end of the world." That's hard to see when you're 18. Yeah, it really to, is. It's hard to keep that one in perspective there. Now you're not a suicidal person, no. But like, you're obviously prone to stress like any sure, other human being sure, is. Sure. So like what is the song? Like what is it like 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 I need to go no. dude if I listen to this I'm going to like be all right. I would say that's more of an artist thing than a one song in particular. Okay. I would be like, you know, no, I would say that's an artist thing more than one, you know, one one specific like song that does it for me because there's obviously stuff that you can listen to takes you out of a bad mood, puts you kind of into a better one. Um but I don't know if I have like Hey, this is what I go to when I'm sad and my feelings are hurt. What is yours? You got something. Well, let me ask you another question. Okay. If you're like in a, if you're like, what's style? Like if you're in a rage type mood, does like heavy music actually work through it? Does that make you work? Heavy music, the release. Um, well, it, it's usually pretty cathartic to to listen to something that matches your mood. I'm not one of those people who's like, well, if I'm sad, then I'll listen to a happy song. It'll make me happy. Embrace the sadness. Listen to a sad song. Get yeah, out. Yeah, I go day. into the emotion. If, I do if, that too. If you're angry, dude, listen listen to your rage music and right. get it out of you, and then you can move on with your day. But if you try to like counter it, I feel like that's probably counterproductive. You know what I mean? Like. I'm so sad. I'm just gonna listen to happy music. I don't know what happy. Music yeah, that doesn't. That to. won't do that for me either. I go into the emotion. Yeah, and I will tell you, like, if I feel like, like, if there's anger in me, you know, what's a good track for me to listen to right away to like try to get some emotion out. What's that? Is Rage Against the Machine? Sleep now in the fire. Yeah, any rage song is good for emotion. Like, dude, if I dude, sleep now in the fire is like I for some reason I just love that, and I'm not the biggest rage fan, but I love that song. A lot of energy in Rage Against the Machine. There's a lot of rage there in the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not a big suicidal person. Never actually like had genuine thoughts of suicide outside of like the standard like, well, what would it be like? Well, what would right. happen? You know, I there's never you never like, contemplated no, the idea. I've, I've never like okay. thought of it except That's fair. except for when I listen to this song. You're a lucky dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yeah. One thing makes me suicidal. You know what? Boy, right here. That was funny, and I want to finish this apple fritter. <laughs> So we'll be back with more Sansbury Show in a minute. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, Rock 106.9. One more opportunity on this program to grab $1,000. That's 9.10 is when that'll happen. But again, we do it all day. All day. Up until 9 o'clock at night. So Fishhead will get in there. Kramer. Nikki Six even. That's nice. Smart. Dude, every time I invoke Nikki Six's name... What is your deal with Nikki? I have no deal with Nikki. I just want to meet him, dude. I just feel like, you know, working here three years, I I, I come up here sometimes at night, and I've just never crossed paths with him. It just makes me scratch my head. I wonder, you know, when when I'm going to get to meet Nikki. I actually have met Nikki Six. Mm-hmm. 
See, dude, what, what time did you get up here? Uh, dude, I came no. 7 o'clock. I thought, dude, Nikki Six night show getting kicked off. I'll get to meet him. No, I, I no. one of the other stations I um worked at did when his one of his side projects, Brides of Destruction. Remember that? <laughs> Actually, dude, that album had two really good songs on it. That was it. Ten, ten really crappy ones. But yeah, the, the rest of it, two of them. the rest of it was really bad. But Brides of Destruction, there was two it. Brides of Destruction songs that I actually did like, um, and we brought them into town. So I met him for that. And then honestly, there was a time where I was um, the program director for his program in LA. Sure. We had had mutual friends. Sure. And a friend of mine had said, you know, you're looking for people to work on that Nikki Six product. This is the guy you should look at. And so I had made it through a couple of rounds of interviews. There was a there was a time where it was looking like, oh, I might be on the sixth sense. Like that was there like you go. Yeah, it was like that was looking like that might be a thing. There you go, coworker, Nikki Six right there. Uh you know what could could just put all this to rest for me and I would I would stop, you know, drawing attention to the fact that Nikki Six isn't here. Um I would uh, I would say a, a sold out show at the Canton Palace Theater, six AM up on stage, dude. So Nikki, if you're listening right now, dude, come play Canton, Ohio and I'll leave you alone, bro. And let the company play Godsmack again, yeah, dude. Dude, come on. Quit fighting with Sully Erna. Yeah. Awake's not the worst. Not the worst. Not the I, best, dude, I, but... dude, I maintain that's what's happening there. I maintain that. But I could be way wrong. As I implicate my company in yeah, something I was that you say, should dude. do. <laughs> you might want to bag that one up. Black, black SUV, Stansberry Show. Where'd they go? Nine o'clock hour. They're missing. They're missing. Where did the boys go? Just buried in the backyard of yeah, the radio. It's a possibility, <laughs> dude. Here lies the bones of Stansberry. A possibility. <laughs> yeah, that could be. No, dude, we should give him come play show. Like I said, I'll show up. No, 6 a.m. is pretty good. Come on, come play. Yeah, absolutely. Sell out. No no problem. That'd be good. Do you have any idea where in Canton, Ohio that I... All right, here's the thing. Okay. I <laughs> I would like to get a massage. Oh, but Jesus, hold on. Stansberry. But no, hold on. But when I pull in and pull out... Of the parking lot, I don't want people looking at me like, dude, you just got tugged, right? Like, I want... Hey, bro, I, hey, come on. We're talking about a massage parlor. I, there's I, no, no way. No, there's got to be one where everybody's like, no, that is legitimately just a massage place. Um, Right? Because that's... I mean... I, I never want to go because I'm always like, oh, no, dude, that, like, soccer mom is going to be, like, in the minivan and thinking that I just got, like, well, you know, a handy. Yeah, she's all she's all Xanaxed out and drunk on half a bottle she's of She's going to judge me in my like, activity. She's looking at you like, what a piece of crap he is. Because that's not Dri- what I want. Driving around, get a DUI with a kid in the backseat, and she's going to judge you. Um, Now, listen... Obviously, I think some of the more reputable spas in the in the area would be a safe place for you to go. But, dude, if it's a, an exclusively a massage parlor, you know that you're getting yourself into a little, a little, a little, a little tug action. See, there. that was the nice thing about Vegas is like when 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 I had lived there, because like if you went in, into one of the casinos. And just went to the spa. Like nobody looks at you like, oh yeah, look at look at you going to get a prosty, right? You know what I mean? Right. It's like no, you're using the spa. The uh, uh, now I just googled Canton Massage Parlor or Canton Massage, not Massage Parlor, Canton Massage. Let me and guess, they all have the same names as the restaurants that nope. deliver egg rolls. There's there's two that would like you know kind of show the, the difference of what I'm talking about here. Is it where like Jade Garden Amadeus Spa, I'm sure is a top notch organization. Have a a great masseuse on 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 staff. Probably you know an Open up business that that I would I would safely recommend you to. Amadeus Spa sounds good to me, but 
Massage paradise? Eh, it feels a little bit different to me for some reason. When you say spa, I'm like, okay, you can get your hair done there. You can get your feet taken care of there. You can do like one of those skin treatments there, or you can get a massage there. That all sounds I right. I don't know. I saw a lot of spas advertising in the sports section of the Blaine Dealer but, back in the but day. But massage paradise? That sounds grimy to me. I don't know what the difference is there, but there is a difference, and uh, you know. All right. Well, sometimes where there's there's smoke, there is fire. And so cops and, like, undercover agencies and that kind of stuff, they, like, look at these massage parlors because that's where prostitution happens, right? And so a couple of, uh, a couple of people in Texas are now in some trouble, and they've been accused of running a prostitution ring. Now, what some people are going to say is, well, you know, it's a massage parlor. You don't necessarily know that. Like, just because you assume that doesn't mean that's what's happening in there. Sure. Well, there's evidence now sure. that they were running a prostitution ring. The evidence happened to be is that the sewer system connected to their business had been clogged with hundreds, they say maybe even thousands of condoms. They actually clogged up the sewer system. Husband and wife, Joseph Emery, 54, Juan Juan Wang, 49, have been charged with both engaging in organized criminal activity and money laundering. A few months ago, detectives began investigating the couple's business, Jade Massage Therapy. See? That's yep, what I'm always saying. Yep, yep. Which is located northwest Austin. If you have never been to Austin, it's a great city. You should totally go. After a tip from the building's property management company. Again, they didn't own this. They were renting the building. Station reported that the company had taken over the property recently and realized that there was a problem when the industrial waste disposal unit linking the property to the city sewer became clogged and destroyed by condoms. Jesus, multiple men were stopped by police on their way out of the massage parlor, confessed to paying for sexual services. Police told uh, the local news station there that the clients who frequented the massage parlor would tip between $40 and $120 on top of a standard $60 charge from the massage. So you're talking about $180, $200 there by the time you get out of there. Police told uh, the news station that they found Wang at the business with a naked man. Another naked man was found in another room with a female masseuse. Just Wang's everywhere. (laughs) Just weighing all, yeah. everywhere you look. More than $60,000 was uh, found in a safe at their house. And again, if you were making money on the up and up, you'd probably just take it to the bank and you know sure. and deposit it because yeah. you, your receipts would probably you know yeah. coincide. Husband and wife initially blamed each other for being in charge of the business. Eh, that's the who done it. She did it. It was her thing there. You're both going to get charged. You're both going to go. Now, here's what I cannot for the life of me figure out. And I always do this when somebody gets busted doing something. It's always like... How could you not think of this, right? Why on earth are you flushing who didn't the condoms? Who didn't know that? Like who couldn't put two I, and two together and be like, oh well, of course this is going to this is going to back up your sewage system, dude. Ever since like I knew what condoms were, I think that was one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, like paper towels, like I can't flush this. I'm single, right? right? So right. I'm still like, you know, I'm having sex with women that aren't like a a, a girlfriend, right? So every so condoms are still a huge part of my life. Every once in a while, kind of. yeah. Let's say that you know, condoms are occasionally a thing in my life. <laughs> no, they should be, dude. Honestly, if you're out there having sex with 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 people, uh, you know, that's not in a committed relationship, dude, you have to wear condoms. And so I, uh, yeah, it's so so I will still use them. And what I'm saying is, is that that's a personal use thing there. So I won't even flush a condom. 
in my toilet at home, let alone hundreds of them. But that's you saying my toilet at home. If you're the kind of guy who's walking out of a massage parlor banging out a prostitute, you don't care, dude. You, you, you've got nowhere else to throw it, and you have zero regard for the business or, or the woman that you just had sex with. So, dude, you just throw it, throw that thing in the condom or in the toilet, flush that son of a bitch away, and uh, it's not your problem anymore. Where, if, dude, if you backed up your toilet with condoms and your landlord comes in and like, stands there, what the F happened here? Well, then it's going to be a, a how quite, embarrassing. It's going to be quite a problem. That would be know. embarrassing. This guy, I didn't think about the guys taking them off and just throwing them yeah, in the toilet. Dude. I thought that those was more like, well, let's we'll empty out the garbage cans, flush them down the toilet, and then be done. It's like, why not just take the bag out of the can, throw them in the dumpster, and be done with it? Throw it in the dumpster, throw it in somebody else's dumpster, like you used to do with like beer cans and in high school. It was like, ah, dude, we'll drive, we'll drive two house. miles away, and who yeah. cares, dude? We'll just throw it in the McDonald's dumpster. It'll be fine. Um, this has got to be one of those jobs, and, and you know, I listed two local masseuse parlors that I have zero clue about, that no matter what you do, no matter how legit your business is, no matter how up and up you are, but if you're a massage parlor, dude, everybody gives you that side eye. Everybody. Oh, well, so, all right, so the last, the last time I had, like, a real massage was actually in Strongsville. I was dating a girl who lived up that way, and, um, you know, she was like, you know, you work the last night at the bar. Let's go get massages. And I was like, all right, I guess. She had some coupon, right? So sure. we went. And I said to the woman while she was massaging me, I said, how many dudes think it's funny to come in here and say this to you? And she's like, oh, God, every last one. And I said to her, I said, I'm actually a funny person. I know that's not a funny joke. Well, I'm not going there with you. You're getting yourself into saying bong in a head shop territory there. You're getting yourself into saying bong. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. You're getting yourself into saying bong in the airport there. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and one of, that's one of those jokes you make because you're testing the waters. That's how you find out if somebody like smokes weed or does drugs, where you make a joke and it's like, oh, Oh, yeah, hey, I made a joke about smoking weed. And then like 10 days. I just started working here. Let's find out who the drug addicts right. are. Right. And then you make a joke about yeah. it. And then somebody else will like, oh, ha ha. And you can judge on how they're doing. But that's totally what those guys are doing is like, hey, how much would it cost for happy ending? And oh, ha ha ha, ha Just depending on how she reacts. Yeah. Like I told her, I was like, look, I know that's not funny. I understand that that you're sick of hearing that. Right. Oh, accusing me of being a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, that is that is not funny. I bet after once you're probably sick of hearing that. We're giving away $1,000 with Rock 106. Nine's workday double pay. We'll do it next on Rock 106. 106.9. And all I gotta say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh God. Oh, my name. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. My katana. I am delivered. Kick the dust up. <laughs> because that was the kind of music they used to, to you know, Summon demon. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. You're f***ing your girlfriend in a public restaurant acting like a prostitute. We bleeped that word, but we can tell you it's a sex toy. Me and several other of the DJs will be out there hanging out. It's at Jay Pepe's. There's a dirty little secret. He cheated on me with a male Christian friend in our church. I'm not gay no more. If if he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means, take a hike. I thought I like women! Women, 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 women! It was an anointed cake. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. He has a five, a five time, a five times. 
Ernie. What? I love the poorly educated. Tonight, the little boy is stuck using a pool noodle to find his way around. He's at risk for HIV, hepatitis C, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia. Calling out all your fellas and ladies. STDs are tearing through folks in their 80s. Facebook thugging is a crime. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. No, this is wrong. Oh my God, look at what you did to him. And you know, this is terrible. This is the I'm 56 years old. You know, bring your kids ain't going anywhere. I had to take off my shoes and run. So kiss my black And I'm looking back at him thinking to myself, you know, what are you angry about? I mean, you know where you got that shirt from. And the damn show wasn't the men's department. Swing a line drive, base hit down the left field line. It'll head toward the corner. Lindor hits third. He'll try to score. Lindor's coming home. It's a game-winning double. Michael Brantley has come through. And welcome back, number 23. Welcome back indeed. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, where you can win yourself $1,000 about five minutes from right now with Rock 1069's Workday Double Pay. Yep. I got it right, I think. Yep. I waited until 9 o'clock to get it right. Yep. Nice. Uh, normally, we save the Friday audio reel for the last uh, segment of the program, but for us, this is going to be the last segment of the live program, where oh. we're going to run a couple of uh, best of pieces for you for the next two segments, because... Matthew Fantone is, uh, well, your presence is required to be elsewhere yeah. over a family emergency. Yeah, something like that. I, uh, I'm i a bit of a corporate sellout right now. I feel like I'm wearing the suit. It's got the tie cor- going. Corporate tie fa- clip, even. Corporate Fantone over here. No, I've got a funeral that I've got to make it to at 10, uh, so I unfortunately am going to have to uh, bounce out pretty early. The good news is we're throwing in best of, which is better than our normal crap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, dude, I uh, guess we're going to find out if what we think is best of actually works. Uh, just a, uh, a quick thank you. Uh, to Stansberry for being so accommodating. Obviously, you could have been a dick and been like, no, dude, you can't go to this funeral. Nah, dude, that means life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's life and death. There. It's life. It, it's, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. This, is, uh, this again has now hit your girlfriend's family the yeah. second time in like, what, two months? Second time in a month, dude. 31, days, of, 31 days apart from each other. She uh, she lost her dad's dad and then she lost her mom's mom within a month there. Um, I, uh, you know, you do what you can. You try to come up with the right words, but I guess the best Ugh. thing you can do is be there. You know what I'm saying? That's and, all you can do. And, and thank you for being like, all right, dude, I understand you kind of no, have yeah, to go totally step up it. in this moment. Oh, no, yeah, I totally get it. Absolutely. I, I am I shocked the boss did. I am shocked the boss did. I was really? Like, yeah, I was like, dude, he's going to be a dick about this. He's, I really did. Uh, I, I'm, I, I would have voted no on that. I mean, look, he is a dick. Yeah, There's no doubt. <laughs> but he's actually a pr- No, he told, and he loves it. Like, he likes it. Like, he relishes it and, like, champions himself because of it. But he is a decent quality of life guy. Right. He's the best quality of life radio boss I've ever had. Right. Most of the most radio bosses are like, you sit in that studio till blood comes out of your damn eyes. Until you know what I mean? But like, he's not really that way. He understands work life balance. Now he doesn't do a good enough job of it on his own. No. But he but he does like he does preach work life balance to you and I. So, you know, appreciate it to you, appreciate it to the boss, uh, man. Appreciate it to the audience for understanding uh, outside of uh, outside of that uh, way to kick off your uh, your weekend. What else is on your big plate? Um, well, I got tomorrow uh it is my uh, my nephew's uh, five-year-old birthday party, oh, so good. so that's going to be pretty exciting. I put together like a uh, like a mixtape for him. He loves basketball, loves sports, and and so I'm going to do like 
like a Cavalier style intro at his birthday party. Oh, cool! Yeah, that'll be, like, be cool. Starting forward, number twenty-three. Oh, you know, that'll be cool. Yeah, so he, I, you know that that'll be cool. I obviously got him like a present too. Like it's not just like, hey, yeah, I'll make you a mixtape. I'm gonna go radio it for him <laughs> in the backyard. Just hand me the mic, Bob. Uh, and then Easter Sunday, obviously, you know, a little bit of family and ham and all that crap. What do you got going on over the weekend? So, um, starting off Good Friday, playing yeah. around to golf with one of the twenty million, and, and apparently he, uh, dude, there, there's a there's a Chipotle gift card up for grabs to the winner. Uh, nice. um, yeah, apparently, I, I don't know how that happened, but that's happening. We actually moved up our tee time um, because you're leaving early. Uh, we're going to tee off just before eleven versus one o'clock in the afternoon, which benefits me, of course. Um, and then honestly, tomorrow night at the Agora, working. What do you got going um, on there? There's a there's a benefit show for a guy named uh, Jim Kanya. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the second one of those, and if you're in the local metal scene, he was like one of those guys who's yeah. constantly in blabbermouth. He was like one of those guys that just was like wildly popular in that scene. And so the Agora is doing their second annual benefit for him. So I'll be bartending that. And then on Sunday morning, I'm going to play a round of golf with a couple of buddies, and I'm going to spend uh, go. I'm going to spend Easter Sunday with uh, one of my friends and their family. There you go. Not not well, Easter Sunday. It's not a masturbation holiday, right? Yeah, that's yeah, another one. Be, yeah, Jesus came back from the dead for that. You better not be touching any yourself. of the real holidays. Okay. Again, again, we're just real quickly here for those of you that don't know. I kind of view like real <laughs> holidays as non-masturbatory holidays. Now, you see, when I give out this system, it sounds like <laughs> masturbations just run amok in my life, right? Where it's like I gotta get my arms around this. Can't say hands because apparently they're already around it. Around it too but, much. Like, I, but that's not really the case. I just feel like there are decent. You know, it's up to me occasionally to tell you the guy guidelines on how to be decent <laughs> and when that's the case dude we are in a sad place in the I, well, we're in a sad place <laughs> we are and i view all those kind of ha- those holidays are hands above the waist days I'm, i mean if you can't make it through christmas without cranking on it there's something wrong with I'm you i'm sure jesus santa claus and the easter bunny appreciate that you know right. one day somebody's gonna get my browser history <laughs> be like, dude, this week has been lying you liar it's two to one on easter can't WikiLeaks comes out oh god please don't do it please dear spectrum don't you ever sell me out please oh god that would be brutal oh so bad you know what i should stop doing is talking about how worried i am about it <laughs> Let's get you hooked up with $1,000 right now.